Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you're listening to fox sports radio oh what's going on everybody happy championship sunday it is finally here we're down to the final four NFL teams and we get answers today we get answers to see who's going to be in the Super Bowl crack I know you are raring to go here is this uh, Christmas I swear in January to you already I, I touch a, a stack of Bibles I'm sitting here at 701 a.m. <laughs> I was trying to get bets in right now oh boy <laughs> Yeah, what are you looking at there, Crack? Huh? Any props? Are, we're we're going to start right out with with yeah. uh, with, with um, I'm betting the third quarter, San Fran. Uh, pick them, pick them minus one twenty five. Pick them minus one twenty. Uh, I, I just think that you know. Detroit may hang around the first half, and they may hang around the whole game, but they may hang around. I think San Fran comes out third quarter and. Uh, you know that that's uh, it's. A, I think it's a really good bet. San Fran third quarter money line. So, <laughs> you know, you're right though. For for two games, I probably have too many bets for for. No, nah, I shouldn't say that. Um, for two games though, I, I, you know, the prop market is not what it once was though, uh, Brian. And I'll, I was going to explain that later on, but I might as well get right into it now. Um, sure. Prop market's not what it once what it once was. Let me tell you why. Uh, we have certain sports books back east that are opening up the props a week ahead of time. So, boy, I, it hurts guys like me or any advantage bettors that are betting these things because here's what happens. So a sports book back east opens them up for literally 50 or or $100 max a week ahead of time, which this happened this particular last Sunday at 4 o'clock. Uh, you know, the games were just getting over. And here they are putting them up, trying to trying to beat the market so they could say they are first to the market, putting the props up. Meanwhile, they're taking $100. And, yes, there are some sharp guys that are, you know, uh, let's just be blunt. They're like analytical, model, nerdy types. They're so happy that they could talk about these on Twitter and how they're going to beat the market because it's a soft market. Meanwhile, it's only a $100 limit. So what happens is the next day, by the time everyone puts the props up on Monday morning, they're kind of ironed out. So it's really hard to beat this prop market because of these small little limits. And, you know, Brian, before um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say before maybe even you started you know betting these sites and stuff when they came out you know do do you remember Brian what what used to happen on on uh, on prop uh, on Sundays Mondays the props came out the day of the game sure yeah that's when this was a sixty five that's right sixty five percent sixty two sixty three percent game for me. It's so much tougher now to make money. If I'm hitting 55, 56 on props, I'm happy. So um, it's that much tougher tougher to make money on props compared to what it used to be because of these situations that I talked about before. So I, I actually do for all the good stuff on the, you know, um, you know, we're just we're happy here in uh, Nevada. I don't know if you know where where you are. You probably have, you know, the fine BetMGM. BetMGM just. Then the, we had a Nevada version, which wasn't the same as nationwide. Now we have that nationwide version here. So we have so many different betting options with BetMGM, unlike what we had even a week ago. So we're, we're really happy here um, in, in Nevada. We've been talking about it all week. Great. great. I'll tell you what. Um, not just because they sponsor the show. I'll just tell you the God's honest truth. I don't think there's not even close. There's no app in Nevada that has more betting options now than BetMGM since they put this new uh, this new app together last week. So happy. You about know, it's funny is it reminds me of a bad dream. You ever have those bad dreams where you can't run fast? Maybe the bad guys chasing you and you just you cannot run fast for whatever reason. Your version of that crack is having a one hundred dollar limit. On the uh, prop market, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah, just like, yeah. This is all I can wager on this but, prop. But, but my love. everyday dream is I can't run fast. So, <laughs> yeah. So, But, uh, no, I, you know, that's uh, interesting. That's kind of a nightmare. You're right. With what's, what's going $100 limits, they uh, it, it just irons it out for the rest of the of the country, the rest of the sports books, because they want to beat the market so bad, this one sports book, which we're not going to mention. And – it, it it hurt a guy like me this year. It hurt. Yeah. It, I mean, even even though I won uh, a peanut, it, it, it hurt a guy like me because of the hundred dollar limits. Last week was the was the ultimate. When they, I cannot believe they were still on the field and sportsbooks back east putting up the prop lines uh, for. It was actually fifty dollars for a while. Fifty bucks they would take. Mm. So the sharp guys, the sharp little groups would go in there. And, you know, by Monday morning, by the time the rest of the people copied all the other sports books, even the ones here in Vegas, copied the lines or maybe they have their own opinion. But now they can go by them lines. Also, it hurt a guy like me big time. I'm just I can imagine what's going to happen today. You know, um, I remember I remember I used to like text Jay Cornegay over at the Westgate. Uh, this is before the sports books came to the before passport was repealed. And I say, Jay, um, you know, it's eight days now ahead of, t- of the game or of, the, of the Super Bowl. Are you guys going to put the props up? He goes, yeah, crack. We're going to have them up tomorrow. Like it, it, it just now you'll see what happens at the end of today. They'll be putting props up tonight. Sportsbooks will have props up tonight for the Super Bowl where normally it's a couple days, five days ahead. So. It is well, what hey, it is. Yeah, we get our answers today. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? And I was thinking about this right before the show, fellas, where it seems like a, a layup question, but I, I don't think so after you, you throw it around in your head for a little while. Would a Super Bowl win legitimize Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy more? 
Hmm. Right? Like, think about that because it, it obviously seems like, well, Lamar Jackson, right? He's going to be a two-time MVP. Yeah. It'd be more damaging to him if he didn't win it all. But if you think about Brock Purdy and the Mr. Irrelevant thing and a lot of naysayers, it's crazy how split it's become where there is an army of supporters where think he can do no wrong. And there, there's the other side that yeah. they're they're critical of him quite a bit. So, Jeff, I'll throw that at you, man. Good morning to you. Good morning. Which do you think would uh, benefit more? Would it be Lamar or Purdy as far as being legitimized if they win it all this season? Sorry, I was a little bit late. I was counting the winnings from college basketball last night. I was just <laughs> too sure. busy, too My busy man. on the uh, the fade train there. Um, it uh, uh, almost zero and ten. A, 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 a missed field goal. And a missed th- free throw and a long three ended up oh. away from being I know what 10. the long three was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have Iowa State? I had Iowa State. Oh, no. Well, I had <laughs> mo- I had a few bets with them just on the money line. Okay, so, so you're safe. Okay. But I did have a bet on them minus four and a half. For anyone who missed it, Iowa State is up by seven late. They have a one and one. The guy misses the front end of the one and one. We're talking like five seconds left, and you're like, oh, no. Kansas is going to get a last-second attempt. And sure enough, from straight away, <laughs> not a soul around, and the guy just drains it. Oh, I didn't Kansas know this. Lose by, yeah. loses by four. Uh, so what, Jeff, what Jeff's talking about, by the way, because people at home are like, what are, they, what are they talking about? You know, we have – we have. I always say it's just good to find a bad person. And yes. Jeff, Jeff found this person, by the way. It's a bad handicapper, as it is a, a good handicapper. So yesterday – they put up a first shift with like ten games, Jeff. 10? Yeah, and they put up ten games, and then what, what was the final record? One and nine. One and nine continued yeah. the streak. You know, hard, seriously, seriously, it's harder guys, to do that than nine and one. It, it's harder to do that. That's exactly right. And <laughs> let me just say something: that can never happen again. You cannot win one out of ten games. So no, you can't. So but I'll take I, the winnings. It, I'll take the winnings today. This is a big day, and he he texts before any games tipped <laughs> off. He goes, "Here's today's first shift," and you know the person put that um, they decided not to put up a second shift. Yeah. They they yeah. were just they, they they decided to not ruin any more lives, but yeah. it helps us. Yeah, so. it's great. <laughs> um, so back to your back to your question. Um, this is okay. I I win for Lamar Jackson in the Super Bowl would solidify, I think, his place in almost NFL history. Right, he'd be a two time MVP and Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. A win for Brock Purdy would actually, in my opinion in the grand scheme of football, be a bad thing. Let me explain why, okay? Because we turn, we look at outliers and make them become what, you know, the, the Tom Brady, sixth round pick. Outlier, outlier. If Brock Purdy wins, teams will convince themselves that, oh, don't need a quarterback, fourth round quarterback, it's fine. Sixth round quarterback. And, and it'd be great for, obviously, look, it'd be great for Brock Purdy, great for Shanahan. All those things are great. But, like, we're going to hear some bad faith arguments moving forward uh. about the quarterback position if he wins. Now, of course, he will have deserved it because he won a Super Bowl. But I think no matter what Brock Purdy does today, in two weeks, the people that like him like him. The people that don't, don't. And if you like him, you'll point to, oh, he beat the Lions. He won the Super Bowl. The people that don't like him will say, oh, but they had Christian McCaffrey and they had Debo Samuel and they had all these guys that were healthy. And so um, my thing with Brock Purdy, guys, 
is when you have to say about your franchise quarterback, I, I don't know if he can play in the rain. Mm, uh, not great. Um, oh, Debo's out. Uh, he completes 10% less passes. He throws a bunch of interceptions, no touchdowns, and his team scores. Guys, 14 less points a game when Debo does not play or has wow. placed 10, 10 in four games a season. Brian, those are red flags to me. Those are yeah. red flags. So we have uh, comparing someone to Patrick Mahomes is not terribly fair. But look at Lamar. Mark Andrews has not played down the stretch. His wide receivers are rookie Zay Flowers, Odell, who's good in like tiny little stretches, and Bateman. I have that right? Like that's yeah. that's it. And Lively, who's like a f- undrafted, right? Undrafted tight end. Look at you know, like so. I don't want to hear like this. I, I just it it hurts the the Brock Purdy argument to me when you have these red flags where the Chiefs and Ravens are in the are in the playoffs right I mean in this game right now with no number one wide receiver. Now Zay Flowers is good. Don't get me wrong. But to me he's like a one B or a two. And and Rasheed Rice to me ideally is a two, right? A one B or a two. And they're in this game right now, and there's no talk about, well, they can't play without a, their number one wide receiver in the game. And Zebo's not even the number one guy. He's like a slash. It's Brennan Ayuk. So I, those are the red flags I have for, for Purdy. He might, he might get this done, but I feel like the discourse, no matter what happens, will be much worse about Brock Purdy than Lamar. If Lamar loses to – you lose to the Chiefs. Like, it, that's football. Like, the Chiefs are really good. Patrick Mahomes. If Purdy loses to Lions or even wins the Super Bowl, the conversation is going to be so gross. I'm not going to like it. it yeah, it would be. Uh, and we all know we got to state the obvious how matters. You know, do the Ravens, if they lose today against the Chiefs, is it because Mahomes is just electric and they outlast the Ravens? Or is it Lamar yeah. has a huge turnover in the fourth quarter, right? Like, how matters yeah. a ton. But it, I think there's. Does. I think that. Lamar gets knighted. That's the best way to say it. If Lamar wins a Super Bowl this season, yeah. he's knighted. Yeah, it it yeah. does way more damage if he's a two-time MVP and doesn't win win right. it all. It doesn't even get there, potentially, yeah. if they don't win today. There's going to be a lot more backlash as far as that goes. Right. And he's kind of going to be branded as this, like, quote-unquote, regular season guy, you know, who, who doesn't get it done when yeah. it matters most in the postseason. It, it hurt Lamar a lot more, I think. I think it would too, and and to be fair, guys, look, you guys know I am a, a Chiefs fan, right? And I, I've watched every snap of them for years now. My brother was there, I was there. Um, the Ravens are better than the Chiefs. I'm actually surprised the number is still four and a half. I thought it would be like six for this game. Hmm. The the Ravens are just better, and if they lose this game, that's a, that's not. A, that's going to resume blemish for Lamar. I mean, like, I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but the argument for the Chiefs to win this game is Mahomes has to have this, like, Superman game, right? The Ravens can sort of win in many different ways. And I think that is sort of where we're at with this game. And I think that if Lamar loses, not to me, it's not going to change my opinion on Lamar, but certainly people that don't want to like him will have, a, will have a, a harsh opinion about his gameplay today. Because everyone, look, Crack, I'm sure that there's money on the Ravens again this morning. There was I texted you guys two days ago. Crack yeah. money on the Ravens on on that day as well. Not not money from like people making hundred dollar bets. Like big money on the Ravens today. Big money moving. came in. Absolutely. And, and so the Ravens are supposed to win this game. And every person that sort of yeah. makes picks is saying, Well, I, I like the Ravens to cover, but the Chiefs have Mahomes. 
But the Chiefs, like, there's no actual reason for the Chiefs to quote unquote, win this game other than they, they just have Mahomes. The Ravens are a better football team. And so for Lamar to lose this game today would it, it would put a blemish on, on sort of where he is now. To be fair, it took Peyton Manning so many years to get over Tom Brady. It, obviously, Josh Allen can't beat the Chiefs. But I think that they would. This Chiefs team is not what it has been in previous years. It's good, obviously, may actually change the game. But the Ravens are a big, are a four and a half point favorite for a reason. I feel like if this was Week Seventeen crack, it would be six points, not four and a half. Um, So that's sort of where I'm at with this game early on as we kind of start the discussion about it. Yeah, we we uh, this this game went up to four and a half at BetMGM. And uh, it went up to four and a half at a lot of the key sports books. And yesterday I put up a tweet, um, which I t- talked to a bookmaker in town here that was looking for money on Kansas City. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, um, he, he said that they, if they don't get serious money on Kansas City they're, before the game, they're going to have to uh, maybe dangle a carrot and go plus four and a half even. And they're at four and a half flat right now. Uh, they were looking for literally looking for at least a two hundred thousand dollar bet. Uh, to, to really? Kinda, yeah, yeah. They're, People they're, need they, yeah. books need the Chiefs today. Wow, that that yeah. might be the first time we've ever heard that before. I put I put that tweet out. They got one hundred four thousand views so far. So if anyone wants to see what I'm talking about, a lot of responses in there. Uh, looking for at least uh, they take two hundred right on their app. Two hundred thousand. There's that. I, I put a picture of it. Uh, let me just tell you something though. You can go up to a counter today in Las Vegas. I'll use BetMGM. And whatever, however heavy of a bag you can carry full of $100 bills, you can bet any side today. Even Baltimore, by the way. Uh, they'll, they'll accommodate you, I'm sure. So that, that's how much liquidity is in this market. That's how much money is being bet on these games. And uh, especially if you want the Kansas City side, like uh, literally, um, I'm sure you could you could come in with whatever you want, and, and they'll take it today. Unlike a proposition bet, if I go to the counter at any sports book, they're going to give me a nickel, possibly a mm. dime, possibly. But uh, you know, so you're limited on that yeah. secondary markets. But on a side, even a total maybe today, lots of money coming in on the Baltimore under. I noticed the last 24 hours too. There was 45s around town now down to 44 i think they should do that if they ever give a free roll offer you know you hear this all the time like you have a a big free roll they should literally give you a duffel bag of cash (laughs) that you walk 10 steps to the counter and unload it just to feel what it's uh, like to unload that that size of cash you know to make a bet if you google duffel bag boy by the way, that's a real thing. But Duffel Bag Boy, he was in Vegas two seasons ago for a whole season and a half. And the whole town, everyone was excited. Our newspapers, Duffel Bag Boy did this. Duffel bag, he would come in with a duffel bag, an actual duffel bag, and just dump the packs of hundreds. And he would bet 200, 300, 400,000 on a game. And he was winning for a while. And everyone's like, what's Duffel Bag Boy on? And guys like me, I don't mean to be such a cynic, but he's betting sides of NFL. Sooner or later, he's got to go bust. Well... <laughs> Duffel bag boy is gone. No one knows where he is. He hasn't been around for years. And last thing you know, I heard he was hitchhiking in Seattle. So, oh no, um, oh man, it's like I, the uh, Chiefs uh, Wolf. You know what I mean? Who, He's Robin who, Banks, Duffel bag boy. We don't know what's oh my going God. on with him. Who knew, the, right. who, knew the, yeah. who knew the crack was a Little Wayne fan? I had no idea. Oh yeah, I, I, I love Little Wayne. 
There it is. <laughs> if they don't come back with, with Duffel Bag Boy after coming off the break, I'll be very upset. Yeah, 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 that would be unfortunate. Hey, BetMGM has all the action for every sports fan. Whether you love to wager on game-winning touchdowns, home runs, buzzer beaters, or overtime goals, there's never been a better time to sign up. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of the wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. We are off and running. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next... Our main man, Christian Cipollini from BetMGM. He'll detail all this Championship Sunday stuff. Does BetMGM greatly need the Chiefs plus four and a half? He'll break it on down. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Earn a $100 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $100 bonus. BetMGM is offering some of the best odds in the NFL for first touchdown props. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the king of parlays. All right, let's do this. Follow the money. Real good money. I'd like to welcome in Christian Cipollini, BetMGM trading manager, 
Good morning, Christian. Which team is your biggest need today? Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, we got one team for sure. Uh, it's, the, it's the 49ers that we're desperately going to need because uh, we have a ton of Lions money. Uh, I was looking earlier. Bets placed in Michigan. 93% of the bets placed in Michigan are on the Lions. So a lot of hometown fans on the Lions. Um, they're our biggest liability as it stands from a game point, and they're also a liability for us. When it comes to the future market, um, yep. Any specific props people are hitting in that game? Are just people just hammering overs for CMC? Anytime touchdown for Gibbs? Are those kind of the the the, the most usual ones that people hit in these games? Yeah, a lot of those. Um, pretty much uh, the big skill position players uh, out of Detroit are you know problems for us on first touchdowns so were Gibbs, St. Brown, and uh, Montgomery. Um, yeah, just a lot of different Detroit, uh, Michigan betters betting uh, their lines, uh, all different ways. Uh, hey, Christian, Bill Krakenberger. Hey. So, so what? Uh, I'm looking at this first game here. You guys were one of the first four and a halfs up there on the Kansas City game, and also the total, one of the lowest uh, is 44. That's you guys. So I'm just wondering what uh, what are you seeing there? Are you guys are you seeing sharp money and square money both on Baltimore? Is that why the push to four and a half? Um, so our public money and more of our square money is coming on Baltimore, but throughout the week, depending on what number we've gotten, we've gotten a few different sharp bets coming in on Baltimore, which has kind of led us to get here. Uh, I mean, we were at Ravens minus three for a brief amount of time, not not too long, but in that amount of time, we took a decent amount of sharp action. So. Um, we've kind of just been shading toward the Ravens ever since, although it's getting a little bit of mix of both, I'd say, at this point. Okay, cool. Are you ever um, – what's your batting average in terms of knowing which is square money and which is sharp money, right? Is there in between, like, I don't know, could be either or in this instance here. Does that ever happen for you? Yeah, yeah a decent amount, especially uh, in, a, in the 49ers-Lions game. Sometimes it's a bit tough, tough to tell, especially if it's a Michigan better that's been – fairly sharp, but then they, you know, tend to bet on the Lions every now and then. Sometimes it's tough to tell if it's just a homer one or not, but usually the Sharps don't really care uh, about their home teams or, you know, what's going on there. They just like the numbers. Uh, I, I was chatting with some uh, some buddies this week that uh, know the industry a little bit, and they were saying that uh, they heard Debo Samuel could be worth more than a point to the point spread. Uh, obviously, the, it didn't move very much when it was announced he was he was in. It sounded like he might have been on all week. If, if he had been in or out uh, definitively, um, would you have moved the number at all if, if you had been told he was out, let's say? I think the price was pretty baked in with him playing. That's why we didn't really see too much movement. I mean, this has been mostly at, at seven. You know, this, now we're at a juice seven. So there's a couple seven and a half out there. Uh, I do think it would have trailed into uh, 49ers minus six and a half had he not played. Um, but I guess we'll never know. So by game time, by kickoff, uh, we know that uh, a big portion of the bets have not come in yet. Even though there's smaller bets maybe in volume from Joe Public, doesn't matter. It equals a lot of money. We know that. So by game time, do you think that you guys will be rooting for the Chiefs? And I know you said in the Michigan market, but overall, do you think you'll be rooting for both dogs, the Chiefs and the Lions? I don't think so at this point. Uh, looking at it, I think we're going to be rooting for the Chiefs for sure, but I do think we're going to end up rooting for the 49ers. Wow. Uh, just just looking at the money I'm looking wow. at, uh, at, at, looking at That's it now, we have sick. more we have more money bet on the Lions money line than we do on the 49ers money line, which at that price point uh, makes it a pretty big liability. So 
Uh, I, I don't think that's going to change at this point. We'll see, but I don't think so. How about the totals for both games, Christian? Do you have a, a need as far as the over-under in either game? Yeah, I was looking at both earlier. Uh, both were going to be rooting for the under in both games. Uh, just, you know, general, it's usually what the book's rooting for in general. Just it knocks off same game parlays, you know, any sort of thing like that. Uh, especially in the Lions 49ers game, um, we have a lot of overaction there and a lot of same game parlays that are relying on a lot of touchdown scores and assuming a lot of points are scored. So we'll, we'll want the under. Um, I'm looking at some of the props here for the Chiefs-Ravens uh, game. Uh, Travis Kelsey under five and a half receptions is plus 115. Are you just begging people to take the under? Uh, I'm on the under, by the way. I, I, he only had five last week. People act like he had 12. Um, and the Ravens defense is much better. Is that number just kind of set, begging people to take the under? Yeah, but it's not working. Uh, we're only getting over bets. <laughs> I, don't, I, I have the under. I don't understand. He had five catches last week. People act like he had 12. He had five, and this defense is much better for the Ravens. It seems odd to me that people are hammering the over. Hmm. I, yeah. I'm going to tell you something, too, uh, Christian. Uh, I emailed, emailed back and forth for Christian. Uh, you guys had a really good line on a couple props uh, this week. So, uh, believe it or not, me and my team, I'm going to let these guys know a little bit early what we like. Something I, I like, we, we think Debo's a lot healthier than the market even mm-hmm. says. So, uh, I like the over on a couple Debo things. So, uh, are you seeing any of that the opposite way? I'm thinking the public, they think, oh, he's hardly going to play. He's hurt. Maybe under. Are you seeing under money on, on that? Um, so we, while we are still getting over money, we're not getting as much overs as we are on like Ayuk or other players because gotcha. of that injury factor. Question. So yeah. you know we still just tend to, we still just tend to get overs because that's just what happens more often than not. But not yep. the volume that we would have seen had you know he been completely one hundred percent healthy. Cool. Well, hey Christian, good stuff as always, man. Hope you enjoy Championship Sunday. We'll catch you soon. Yeah, you too. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. There he is, Christian Cipollini, BetMGM trading manager. That's pretty wild, huh? We're, we're going to need the Niners minus That's seven. That's sick. <laughs> and need That's the Chiefs. sick. Yeah. Need the well, Niners the Chiefs, Chiefs is right. I understand the Chiefs was at a line four and a half they went to. That means they're trying to get some money on the dog. But to need money on the Niners, is the Michigan market that big? I, Even though 93% of the money, is there that many gamblers it, in Michigan? Wow. It, it makes me want to take the Niners right now. Wow. Uh, like, <laughs> I, you know, like I, the Niners are seven point favorite for a reason. And they're not going to play as bad offensively as they did last week. It's not going to happen, in my opinion. Um, the weather is good. The Lions pass defense is atrocious. Yeah. Your comment about Debo is interesting, Crack. I, I'm. I, I, I don't have any sources on this. I'll trust you on that. But yeah. he didn't come back in that game last week, and that does worry me as far as, like, if he was good enough to play, I think he would have tried to come back in a must-win game, and he did not. Um, so, I don't, you know, if he gets hit in that shoulder again early in that game, what, what happens? But if Debo plays, Niners average 33 points a game. Like, they, they are a good football team if he's healthy, and the Lions can't stop anyone. So, I'm... Um, the number, I don't know, I might take Niners minus seven now. I don't, that, that, that worries me if you're a Lions backer. I loved his quote this week where a reporter was starting to ask him a question about, hey, coming back from the shoulder and protecting yourself, and he cut him off. He's like, I'm not protecting nothing. <laughs> I like that. I, I like the approach, but I, I, the question is, will his body respond? And that's a, a huge unknown at this point. What is known is that Isaac Lowenkron is the man. That is known far and wide, and he's here right now. 
to throw some knowledge your way. I low with the latest. That's why it pains me so much to disappoint you by saying that regretfully I will be unable to relate to you what happened in last night's thrilling game between the Lakers and Golden State Warriors. And the reason for that is... Instead, I'm going to read Magic Johnson's tweets summarizing the game. Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. Magic tweeting, and I quote, Just watch the best NBA game of the season. The Lakers grabbed a much-needed 145-144-2 OT win over the Warriors at a critical point in the season. We just saw two of the all-time greats play superb. LeBron James hit two clutch free throws to seal the game and finished with a 36-20-12 triple-double. And my man, Steph Curry, put on a shooting clinic, scoring 46 points in a losing effort. I'm so excited, unquote. Now, as you might imagine, fans out there were extremely grateful for Magic's reportorial skills. Limited everywhere, commenting, quote, very dramatic, Irv. You dug deep for that one. Maddie commenting, thanks for the stunning insights as always. Uno Dilo adding, quote, dog, you just be spitting out the most obvious bleep of all time, unquote. <laughs> and finally, Aaron adding, magic, you're amazing, but why do your tweets sound like AI before AI even existed, unquote. So we thank Magic for his contribution summarizing last night's Lakers-Warriors game. In the NFL, multiple outlets report the Philadelphia Eagles are hiring former Chargers and Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore as their new offensive coordinator. AFC Championship game kicks off at 3 p.m. Eastern from Baltimore with the Ravens hosting the Chiefs at 6.30 Eastern. The San Francisco 49ers host the Detroit Lions. Finally, fellas, in golf. Now, during coverage of the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines yesterday, CBS cut to an aerial long-distance camera shot from a drone of one of the tee boxes without noticing golfer Nikolai Hosgard in the lower portion of the screen walk into the bushes and begin to relieve himself. Oh, boy, yeah. Apparently giving a whole new meaning to Jim Nance's signature line, Hello, friends! As a viewer named Chris commented, Thank goodness this drone isn't in 4K. <laughs> Back to you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you miss anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also rate, follow, and review it in whatever order. You could uh, follow it, then review it, then rate it. You could rate it, then review it, then follow it. Whatever you want to do, just do all three. You know, Check, check, check. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. By the way... I got a glimpse, as you guys have, of the BetMGM Super Bowl commercial uh, starring Tom Brady. has Vince Vaughn, the actor, in there. Very well done. It was really cool. I did, too. It's a great concept. Yeah, I I don't know if we should give it away. I don't know what we should say about it specifically, but it's a very, very funny concept. I think it works very well. I'm excited to 
to use the app when it comes to North Carolina on March 11th. Yeah, you guys it's, are getting it. It's a, it's a big day, a big day for yeah. your boy. Yeah. Uh, I heard you know, the you, first thing I thought about, I was like, I thought you were talking about the Tar Heels. And I was like, what's the line? What, what are they on well, March 11th? And I'm they, like, oh, I don't know. Obviously, covered yesterday. Not, yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I cannot wait. I mean, I wish it would have been for the Super Bowl. It is what it is. I'll have to wait till March 11th. Um, but yeah, I heard Crack talking about props early in the show when I was uh, trying to connect. And, oh, okay. you know, it the prop markets, it, you got to get them early in the week, too, because some of the props that you like, that you know people are going to hit, like I, like I think Lamar Jackson has a bunch of rushing yards today. Mm-hmm. If you don't catch that early in the week, that number just skyrockets by the time you get to Sunday. You know, you know it, what is that now? Did that? Because it 60, was 60, it's sixty four and a half. It hasn't okay, gone up that it was, high. It, it was it really looked like you're mentioning one that I actually bet a little bit. So I bet it um, too. Yeah, I, uh, I, it was sixty and a half, but then it went to sixty five and a half. I was yeah. like, wow, this really moved. And I have to tell you, I thought it went the opposite way, like you're saying, it's like sixty four and a half. So so um, you have to just like get in there and. And try to get it, you know, uh, you know, quickly. You're right. And so, you're right. if you don't, if Bet you're like me, that doesn't really have. I landed in New York on on Wednesday and opened up the the uh, the app and started hammering away at every prop I wanted to take as soon as I landed because I, I can't do it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. I can just picture you landing and boom on the phone, boom, 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 imme- immediately in the in, on the taxiway. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, come on, I'm, guys, geotag me. I'm in New York. I promise. I promise. I'm here. Well, sometimes on the runways, they will not let, believe it or not, Nevada here, if we're at the airport, there is one app in town that that is shut off to the airport. You cannot wow. bet at the airport here, which is ridiculous but yeah. for some reason. So that's, um, but you know, you're talking about North Carolina and, um, one of my friends is a big executive for one of the sports books, and he's, he actually called me up during the week and said, Crack, do you know any big gamblers in North Carolina? We want to throw a big party, and we want to you know, start giving the gamblers some incitement. You know, uh, you know, they want to entice you guys. So uh, they're really planning did, did a big you, rollout. Did, did I'm you, always shocked you, that there's throw, big did you gamblers. Throw my name? Of you course throw, I did. Like, I, I'm, I'm always shocked. I'm big as well. No, you are. You're big in many ways. You're right. Um, but uh, that sounds bad. Wait, that sorry, sounds guys. terrible. Yeah, no, that sounded no, terrible. It sounded like, it sounded like it was supposed to Jeff sound. Is, Jeff, how tall are you? Uh, you're six six, six? six, six, six and a half. Yeah, yeah six, thank seven, you. Oof, got myself off the hook. Okay. Um, but, yeah. But, no, I, 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 it shocks me that I know gamblers in South Carolina. So, I, I know, and I know some, by the way, I know a guy in Charlotte. He's a giant guy. He's worth, he's almost a billionaire. He's worth 800 million. No, I, know, me. I know a couple guys in Charlotte that are big gamblers, two guys. And, um, but I'm always shocked to hear, like, I, by, by this guy, they did, they did a survey, and the amount of gamblers in non gambling destinations and jurisdictions. Mm. So they're really planning. This is like, I don't know, I guess that's not the Bible. Is it Bible Belt? South yes. Carolina. Is that no, North Carolina? No, buddy, we are, yes. We are You're both. in it? Is it below? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm shocked that the Bible Belt has this many gamblers, that they're oh, yeah. rolling out like a six-figure party, offered to fly me down there. He's like, hey, Crack, we'll even fly you down there. Come down, Crack. And, come and, come and, to North Carolina. And, and, and we're, we're, we're going to host a giant yeah. party. And, and I said, well, listen, if you give these guys incentives, you know, give them some big incentives, I said, right. you know, maybe I will fly down there. And, get on uh, down there, man. you got to get on, crack, down there and enjoy go. it with the North North Carolina people. Hey, every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. And customers will have the chance to win 
win a big game Las Vegas experience. Prizes include a three-night stay during Super Bowl weekend at a select MGM property, along with other prizes like entry to the BetMGM party and food and beverage credits. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com. I'm Brian No Coming up next, the Parlay Platter. We'll each have one selection. We'll pull everything together for a bigger payout. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Just a little more than four hours until we get the kickoff in the Chiefs-Ravens game. Let's dive into this. Check this out. Parlay Platter. Okay, we each have one selection. We pool everything together for a greater payout. Crack, we'll start with you, man. What do you like? I am personally betting right now on the MGM app. Uh, Lions first quarter, plus two and a half, minus 20 on the BetMGM app. Uh, I think the Lions will keep it close there, at least early. Uh, as I told you earlier, uh, I'm going to release that. I'm going to talk about that again later on in uh, the third quarter. But right now, let's for our parlay platter, let's do Lions plus two and a half, first quarter, plus, uh, plus two and a half, minus 20. Uh, all right. Brian, what are you going to do? Because I feel like I, I have one that I'm sort of picking back <laughs> on something you did last week that I really like this week. So I was curious if you're going to – I like Mahomes over four and a half rush attempts. There you which go. I, which I know you had last week. Um, he got there with a bunch of kneels, by the way. It wasn't a yeah. big Mahomes rushing game. This week's going to be a big Mahomes rushing game. They have no choice. They don't have a choice. He's going to have to be part of the running game, whether that is by force because he's pressured or because no one's open or because he's got to make plays. The Ravens, by the way, man coverage teams, that means no one is in the middle of the field at times. So give me a Mahomes over four and a half rush attempts. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to ride the coattails there because I like that as well. I'm going to go with Mahomes' longest rush over 11 and a half. Because like it, yeah. of just what you mentioned, right? Like the, the DBs turn their heads. Uh, they're matched up man on man. 12 yards for Mahomes. Yeah. I think that the Ravens defense is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But they're not fantastic on every single play. You know what I mean? Like Correct. We're talking about them as if they are. And Mahomes, this is what he does in big games, man. He has a lot to say with his legs. Yeah. And I think today will be the same case. You've turned me on to the longest rush prop recently, and it is a good market. Yeah. I, we'll talk about it later, but like I have Jameer Gibbs over 14 and a half as longest rush today. Yeah. Niners have allowed a rush of at least 16 yards in, in five straight weeks. Like, that is a, it's a good rush. That's a good bet to have. It is. Thank you. I like it. Absolutely. All right, coming up next, the NFC, the most sensitive fan base in football. Oh, what's going on? Happy Championship Sunday to you as we ramp up toward the two big showdowns. The nightcap, Lions at the 49ers. San Francisco favored by seven points right now. And I, I'm, I want to dive into the Purdy Waters just for a second Ooh, here if we could, okay? okay let's do it. I, I was just thinking a second ago. Brock Purdy is a very likable guy. What's to dislike about Purdy? He's the last pick of the draft. He's all about the team. He shows emotion on the field. He puts up big numbers. What's to dislike about Purdy? But Purdy's fans, 
Quite the opposite. <laughs> Most of his fans are psychotic because if you say the slightest critical thing about Purdy, they are all over you, man. And oh, wow. No matter what anybody says, and there's been a lot of conversation throughout the week, I know one thing. Purdy has to play better going forward than he did against the Packers. If he doesn't play better, they are not winning at all. I don't even know if they win today. If he doesn't play better, he's got to step it up because they were lucky to survive last week. Are they blaming it on the rain, though? Uh, is that really why? Come on. I think it could be a little pressure of playoff pressure. I mean, it can't just be the rain. Um, as I mentioned at the top, <clears throat> if your quarterback can't play in the rain, giant red flag going off. Big problem for me. Um, you know, you, 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 you can't. You're going to play, and look, they're in the NFC. There's less bad weather situations in the AFC. Just to look at the look at the NFC. There are domes, a lot of domes. I mean, the Lions, I think they played one game outside since mid-October. Like, you know, like it, it just, you, you can get away with not playing outside, not playing about. You're in Santa Clara. You're not getting a ton of bad weather there. Um, the AFC, obviously, with all the cold weather cities, that's typically... We're going to get a lot more of the of the weather, um, especially the teams that are, as I say, good, right? In the cold weather cities in the in, in the AFC, the NFC, not so much, right? Um, but it uh, so that that's a red flag for me, right? Is like your quarterback can't play in the rain. The other red flag, as I mentioned, is can't play without Debo Samuel. He's going to play mm-hmm. today, so that's really moot. But that's that the Niners are not as good on offense when he's not in the game. Brian, I've always found that when you have to vigorously defend a player's greatness they're probably not that good right yeah like we we can look at Lamar play today and and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and some of the other guys in the playoffs and just be like yep I, I see it Matt Stafford okay I see it you know Jared Goff's interesting because you know he sort of has been in this in Brock Purdy's shoes, I think, except he was the first pick overall for a long time. And then he went to the Lions. I think Manizer just accepted who he is as a quarterback. Like, he's he wins a lot. He's not super talented as a thrower as other quarterbacks. Not a terrible quarterback. Sort of like, and I think that people have come to grips with, with Goff. We haven't come to grips with Brock Purdy yet. A lot of us haven't. And we're working our way through that. He hasn't played a lot of football relative to other quarterbacks. But... You have to be like, well, you know, you know that one throw he made, you know that was that was really good, and right. you know that, and oh, you, you, he had that one drive, that one game where he <laughs> let us back from behind. You're like, I mean, like, you know, when we preview this game, yeah, Brock Purdy has to play better, but no one is like, well, Mahomes has to win that game for the Chiefs. No one's like Purdy has to win the game for the Niners. You'd be like, oh wait, they run the ball well. They, some short throws, some long runs. The defense, Jared Goff. The Lions are outside. No one's like, well, the reason they win is Brock Purdy. You know, and that's look. It's okay to have a quarterback that's quote unquote a system quarterback, right? Okay, but that the system is sort of the limitation, right? And then it's fair to say that. I have already bet the Ravens. I bet the Ravens at plus 170 to win the Super Bowl this week, crack, and and Brian. And the reason I did that is I think they win today, and it's a better number than you're going to get next week. Um, I already have Chiefs win the Super Bowl at like plus 200, so I, I can, you know, I'll make money either way there, right? Nice. Um, is that I get either Lamar Jackson 
or Patrick Mahomes against Brock Purdy, most likely. Mm. I'm going to take the better quarterback in that game, right? Like, he comes, in the end, it's what it comes down to a lot of times. And so that's why I took the Ravens. Uh, I, I just don't – Brock Brock Purdy, to me, is not good enough to beat those guys. Mm. Now, his team is good enough, possibly. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to crunch time, I trust those guys more than I trust him. I got to tell you, you know um... – now that you're talking about some some futures there that you made, did did you just bet them, Jeff, in the past like last week or? Yeah, well, the, the I was looking at one? so I, I well so I I had I had bills I had some bills futures. Yep. I told you I had bills Super Bowl plus like eighteen fifty, yep. which obviously lost. I have Chiefs to win the. I took the Chiefs. I don't know six seven weeks ago uh, to win the AFC, and then I just I looked at I, here's why I took the Ravens plus one seventy. Um, it was just a it's just a looking at the market right so last week everyone you know, came out with what the hypothetical lines would be in a super bowl right and they had ravens over niners if they play each other like pick them or ravens minus one right right but i get but right now the niners are the favorite in the market for the future in the super bowls i just took it as like well i'm getting plus 170 on the ravens i think they win first of all this week okay i get a better number i get plus 170 to beat the niners essentially I would have gotten what minus one ten, one fifteen on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm just sort of, I'm just betting ahead, basically. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's funny. Last night, I got home pretty late, and uh, from like ten thirty to midnight, before I went to bed, I was uh, literally. That's all I was doing was looking at different websites for Super Bowl futures. I was shocked. The differences I found last night. Like, I found both teams' favorite in the Super Bowl. So I found one site, oh, wow. minus one, and I found the AF- I, I, I literally found AFC minus one and NFC minus one. I was like, that's, you know, not that it's, that's not a big deal. I know that. One's kind of a dead number, but it just, just the idea that there yeah. was uh, some different numbers around. But I also found something you guys are going to think I'm sick. Now, here is the reason why I'm saying this is worth a peanut minus, a okay. peanut minus bet. But this is going to be sick, sick bets now. I understand it's, it's probably not going to happen that they even get there. But uh, these Super Bowl exactors, BetMGM has them. Uh, but most of the sites have them. These Super Bowl exactors. I found Detroit beating Kansas City at 25-1 to 1 last night. Wow. Listen, I threw 200 bucks on it. It's not a big deal. I mean, I, I throw, so, you know. If your average bet's a hundred bucks, throw ten dollars on it. That's what I'm trying to say. So, um, I found Detroit, and I also found Kansas City to beat Detroit at twenty to one. I was like, I, okay. I mean, let's say Purdy has a bad game, and by accident, Detroit wins. This, this isn't. These aren't bad bets here. Um, but now that's saying that Kansas City wins too. I understand. But so there are those bets out there. Listen. 20, so I say this. Okay, let's say something's 20 to 1. So 20 to 1, is it going to happen one every seven or eight games? No. But it's going to happen one every yeah. 13, 14 games where the overlay being the 25 to 1 that I found, I thought was a good bet. So they're just kind of some uh, oddball things. But there are so many ways. Jeff, before you got on, I think maybe you heard us talking about the MGM app. It just They, they redid the app in Nevada last week. Real big launch um, where now they're giving us all the options that the rest of the country have. So there's nice. a lot of ways yeah. to bet games now uh, on the BetMGM app. And, and 
I just wanted to say there's there's so many different options now. It's actually in Nevada. You know, we don't have the benefits of like where Brian lives. We don't have the benefit of all the apps there and having so many choices. Yeah. We don't have that. So therefore now, believe it or not, people think that people think Las Vegas and Nevada is the sports betting capital of the world. <laughs> Absolutely not. I always said back east New Jersey and now yeah. the New York vibe. Imagine New York is the sports betting capital of the United States. That's how much volume they do every month. But they also have all those options to bet in the different, in different apps with different kind of bets. Well, now we have the, the BetMGM app. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. It goes head-to-head with one of the big apps here. And uh, BetMGM has more ways to bet the game. So I'm just happy about that. But there's a couple little peanut bets that I'll throw on stuff like that. I just didn't think I'd find any. Usually one-way markets. And what that means is, guys, let's say I'll look at the NFL futures. San Fran to win the Super Bowl, plus 150. Baltimore, plus 180. Yeah. It's one-way markets. Not yes and no. We do have a couple books that do yes and no. But so normally I will not find any value in one-way markets. I was pleasantly surprised to put about seven bets in last night on one-way markets, which very unusual to find one-way markets um, that, that are positive VV bets. So just uh, talk and shop here, guys, like we do every week. Very nice. You know, <clears throat> circling back to Purdy Palooza for a yeah. second here is what I call it. Uh, I don't want to hear from the Purdy Army if he doesn't play well against the Lions. Because here's a stat that's pretty crazy. You remember one of these things is not like the other on Sesame Street way back in the day? Yeah. So in terms of points allowed, that's what we have here on Championship Sunday of these four teams. So the Ravens were number one, points allowed all season. Chiefs number two, 49ers number three, Lions 23rd. Yeah in terms of points allowed, and it's been well-documented. Their secondary is not good. I, poor Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton, listen to these wide receivers that he's been covering. So week 18, it was Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, torched him. Puka Nakua of the Rams, who would easily be Offensive Rookie of the Year if yeah. not for C.J. Stroud. Puka torched him. Mike Evans last week yep. torched him. Now it's Brandon Ayuk today. Good luck, Cam Sutton. Yeah. And that's so, the thing, man, is that is not yeah. a good secondary if that pass rush isn't consistently Correct. getting home. You can't get consistently home all the yeah. time. Like, Brock Purdy should play well. You go back to last week, he struggled against the Packers, who were not a good defense this yeah. year. Joe Barry, their defensive coordinator, got fired right after the game, and he didn't play well. So he should play well today, yep. but if he doesn't, I don't want to hear from the Purdy fanboys at all. The Lions have allowed a wide receiver to gain 140 yards or more in five straight games now. Jeez, so Justin Jefferson twice, Puku Nakua, Mike Evans, and someone in between them. I forget who was in between that. Um, and, you know, I I took Brennan Ayuk earlier in the week at, at over 80 and a half. That number's at 75 and a half. Now I got a bad number. That's because Debo is obviously playing on that number sort of uh, got moved. Um, but, you know, that is, I think, a, a play in this game, right? I mean, that that's not yeah. just, look, I know it's a quote unquote small sample size, um, but that, I mean, that's five straight games. Like, it's yeah. not a, it's not just a thing that can be fixed. If it would have been fixed, it would have been fixed by now. Um he gets torched. They don't tackle terribly well, and they stop the run well. And the Niners get into a game where they got to throw the football. 
that I think Brandon Ayuk is the guy. I mean, he hit over a thousand yards. He wasn't like he was some the bum this year. I know we talk a lot about you know what happened with you know in this in this offense with McCaffrey and with Debo and rightfully so. Um, but but Brandon Ayuk had had thirteen hundred and forty two yards this season. Um, he averaged eighteen yards a catch. Um, dude, dude, a good year. And when you have a, a guy like that against a, a secondary like this, I have to figure that we're going to get. Um, a good amount of yards from him. Yeah. Running game is huge too, right? Really for both teams, but I think especially for the the Lions where uh, you should have some success running the ball outside. And I also think, you go back to last week, the Packers had success running the ball 28 times for 136 yards. They did pop a big run with Aaron Jones, but they consistently had success against that Niners rush defense. We all know the Lions can run the ball very well. Yeah. So outside the tackles, particularly with Jameer Gibbs, if they can have success when it comes to that, it's going to be a big, big deal for them. Uh, you look at strength on strength, right, where you look at the Lions, one of the top rushing games. Yeah. Uh, San Fran, one of the top rushing defenses. But you gotta, you got to squint, right? Some of that is misleading because they've had leads and teams don't run it, so some of the numbers are a little goofy. But yards per carry – the, the Niners are not great. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Niners are not great against the rush yards per carry. So uh, something to watch right there. Lions got to run it today. Have to. They have to. Um, and it, as you mentioned, the Niners have struggled. They allowed the Arizona Cardinals to rush the ball well. The Cardinals, are, I mean, the, the practice to rush the ball well. The Lions, the thing about the Lions, they want to rush the ball well, right? Like they, they sure. want to do that. And that's why I like the Jameer Gibbs longest rush. The thing about it is that, you know, the other props, you know, carries and yards, I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, you could always bet those two, but I feel like I get a little overextended if I take all of those wagers. I mean, I just need <laughs> one right. rush to get over 14 and a half, you know? Um, but if I feel like I'm, I get it gets too popular to take all those over because every – Square person is going to be taking Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery over the rushing. I'm stay away from those. Um, so, but yeah, they, I, I, they five. They've allowed five running backs. The Niners have over the last four games to have a 16 yard rush or more. They allowed two Cardinals running backs over four to have two rushes over 40 yards. Two, two separate guys. So it's not what they do well. And the Lions will be committed to running the football. They have a great offensive line. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You see, I'm quiet here. Whenever I'm that quiet for that portion of time, you know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> no, I, I actually someone like questioned me and said uh, oh. about those odds. And you know what? Yeah, he's right. That's just 25 to one and 20 to one. Probably worth a little bit more there. You know what it is? No one's betting that. No, who's going to bet? Everyone thinks money line now. They think San Fran and Baltimore. So, of course, that's probably where the sports book needs those type of bets to even off some of the other exact combinations. So, uh, don't, don't, that's, I was, I bet a both. little, a little I bit. I took more. both of you told me. Yeah, no, it just, it's worth something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it's worth a little something. Not, not, not a, a, a regular bet size, of course, because you're getting back such great odds. But, um, yeah, it is. And since you're betting something, since you're looking at something, I'm telling you, uh, there, I'm, I bet Debo in many ways on the over because the market mm. priced itself based on him not, uh, you know, leaving the game and, and maybe getting hurt again. Uh, it's about 25%, 20 to 25% less 
on his p- props than it would normally be on, a, on any given Sunday. So, um, and trust me, I don't like to bet overs. You guys know that. So, um, I, 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 you though I bet more and more this past two years than, than I previously did. But um, we'll go over that in our prop section later on. But, yeah, I kind of like over on a couple of those things. That, um, my guy, my, one of my main guys, thinks he's a lot healthier than the mm. press was reporting. And, you know, the press really didn't report anything. It just didn't know if he was going to start or play. Or, uh, But he's probably healthier than that. And, and uh, the line reflected that, too. I was on air Thursday morning at 7 o'clock downtown Vegas here. And I seen seven and a half popping up on the screen. And I said, Debo's playing. I, even though it's not announced, there's no way this line can go to seven and a half at three different sports books. He's playing. And then sure enough, it, it's, it's the old school. It doesn't take, you don't have to be the amazing Kreskin. Just look at the line. The sports books will tell you which, who's playing before sometimes, you know, a Schefter or someone big in the industry that releases things. Just look at the sports books. They'll tell you. And why do they tell you? Because it just takes one sports betting insider or it takes one person in training camp to tell his buddy and his buddy tells another buddy. And yes, of course, someone makes a bet off of that information and it gets around before the big names get out there. Um, And you want to call it inside information? Eh, I'm not an inside. I don't really call something inside information. doesn't mean it's going to win. It just means that maybe he is. He looks healthier in camp than people think. Um, personally, these lines kind of shocked me today. I did not see them going up. I know Jeff said he thought his Chiefs would actually be six. And um, I'll tell you, uh, he's not the only one. And there's someone else sharp in town that thought that the Lions, that, that I'm sorry, the Chiefs were going to be about a six-point underdog. Well, if that was the case, the K-Man would be making a bigger bet than he already has on this game. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, I do have some bets. I, you, know, you guys know I love underdogs, but I have it's, it's a very tricky situation because right. I have Baltimore, you know, at like 12-1 to 1 to win the AFC. So I have a good bet, and I give that to all my guys. And now I want to – not that I want to hedge. I just don't – I've never seen a situation where um, – Mahomes, of course, I don't think we've ever seen that. Last week he was underdog, but I don't think he's ever been four-and-a-half-point underdog. And like I said, at game time, you may be able to snag a no-juice four-and-a-half. And And the same thing on the other game. It looks like uh, seven-and-a-halves and and, uh, maybe even a a rogue eight will pop up here. So let's see what happens. All right, from live betting to player props, BetMGM has a variety of betting options at your fingertips. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of the wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. We've got Jeff Schwartz. Eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, you can make some reasonable arguments against this guy. There have been a lot of stupid things floated out there uh, that we have to address. That's around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. For example, if you're in the DMV area, no need to worry about making separate accounts for D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. When crossing state borders, simply just log into your existing account instead of creating a new one. Be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. Okay, so uh, just uh, quickly on the uh, coaching hires throughout the week, the Atlanta Falcons, they got some of the biggest headlines. They hired Raheem Morris to be their next head coach. They did not hire Bill Belichick, who interviewed twice for the job, did not land it. Looks like he's going to get shut out in this coaching merry-go-round where he's not going to be a head coach in 2024 in the NFL. And, And look... I get some of these arguments where Belichick, he wants control. And if you're a team and you don't want to do that, I I get it. I can understand that. But some of the arguments I've heard throughout the week where it's like, oh, the game is past Belichick by. (laughs) Do you you guys really think that? We, We had questions if the Cowboys would maybe make a move for Belichick, maybe the Eagles. There were whispers about possibly the Bills. Do you think that the game is past Belichick by if he's the head coach of any of those three teams? I don't think so at all. Uh, So I could get behind. You don't want to give him full control. There have been some personnel disasters over the years. So I I can understand if you don't want to make him GM also, fine. But to say, oh, the game's passed him by. What are we talking about right now? That's the dumbest argument I've ever heard. So I think what... um we're seeing with some of the hires and and this is also where we're at with Mike Rabel because it feels like he will also not have a job in this cycle, right? It seems like the reports today, Seattle really wants Mike McDonald um, as their their coach and they haven't interviewed him yet and the the, the commanders feel like they're set on Ben Johnson, right? And that would be the the last two openings. Uh, Ben Johnson being the Lions office coordinator is... um, the, the the player personnel stuff, I think, is a big deal in this discussion, right? So we know that um, Bill Belichick in New England had personnel control. And the more he got it, the worse the team had looked on offense, especially on offense. And if you bring him into your, your franchise 
I'd imagine at his age and his success in the NFL, he also wants personnel control with being the head coach. And Atlanta sounded like they didn't want that. They just didn't want that. And maybe the second meeting was about that. Hey, Bill, like, if you're going to come aboard, we're choosing the players, especially on offense. That's the deal I've always said. I think Belichick can still coach, but can't choose the players on offense. And I have to think that was part of it. Because, look, the Chargers hired Harbaugh before the GM. So it's a sign they're giving Harbaugh control of the personnel. But the Atlanta Falcons didn't want to do that. Seattle might, might, is not giving personnel control to Mike Vrabel. It's not, it's not the way that they operate. And so that is a holdup when it comes to some of these coaches. I am one of separation of powers. I think that your coach can have input, obviously, on the number one quarterback you're drafting. or you know. A high, but other than that, man, let your GM and scouts choose the players from the college. These coaches, don't, they're not watching film of these college players right now. And... These guys have done it all year. You have to trust your personnel department, Crack. So that's why he he, he doesn't have a job. Yeah, you know, and, and earlier in the season, on, right out here on the spot, I actually said that Belichick was probably done after this season. But I thought he would want to be done too, though. So uh, voluntarily, not, not the way that it's happening now. So um, I, I don't think he's trying for a job and not getting it. That's for sure. I, I, I think he's probably ready for a break. So he's, he might just be ready for a break. And uh, I'm pretty much shocked, though. I thought someone would gobble him up. Are you kidding me? With this guy's pedigree and where, where he's been, this, I mean, I thought he would, uh, he, he would definitely uh, get a job here. I'm actually surprised that, that uh, what, what has happened. And, um, you know, maybe uh, you don't want to say it, but maybe going with the younger guys and, and, and the, the newer plans and stuff might, might be it. You know, it, People, I heard something, someone during the week say this and said, well, you know, he doesn't have the greatness of Tom Brady. Granted, it was Tom Brady, yes, but it wasn't just Tom Brady. It, right. it, was, it was Belichick. Are you yeah, kidding me? Right. People, people don't remember the first sort of dynasty where Before. it was the defense yeah. that led them. Yep. Um, and people just that people have very short memories, as you know. And they want it, to – it's – People, I don't think, can sort of critically think it was in these terms. Like you can give both of them credit for what happened in New England. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And it's hard to find a Hall of Fame head coach did not have a Hall of Fame quarterback. The one example I tweeted this out was, I guess, um, was Joe Gibbs, right? Who won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks, I believe. Other than that, man, it's a lot of Hall of Fame quarterbacks with Hall of Fame coaches. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talk themselves into Raheem Morris this week. You know, it's funny because he's the he's the Rams defensive coordinator. He's not the former Tampa Bay head coach, right? Like he was seventeen and thirty one in three seasons as the former Tampa yeah. Bay head coach. But somehow that's that's over and done with. It's just he's been the Rams defensive coordinator, and they've had a lot of success. And here we go again. I I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe he'll have success. I'm not wishing him any ill will whatsoever. But until you find a real quarterback, I, I don't think you're going to do a whole heck of a lot. But there have been a lot of That's, people that yep. talk themselves in. I get it. Raheem Morris is 47. Obviously, if he can be around for the next 10, 15 years, th- that'd be great. That'd yeah. be to the, the Falcons' benefit. But the last guy lasted three years. And Arthur Smith, they didn't have a quarterback. If they don't have a quarterback, that's the same thing that's going to happen to Raheem Morris. Don't kid yourself. That's exactly my thought. It's like it, it just depends on if 
if they can find a quarterback. If not, they're not going to be any good. Yeah. Um, we found a quarterback, you know, and he leads us right down the field. Hot knife through butter every single week. He goes by the name of Isaac Lowentrum. Black 59 Razor! Black 59 <laughs> Razor! Omaha! Omaha! Sorry about that. Just uh, calling some signals there. At least I was, wasn't was doing that Dak Prescott. Here we go! You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine, but every single t- – what's the significance of that play call if he does it after before every single play? It's annoying. <sighs> End of rant by Isaac Longman. Indeed, fellas. Well, unfortunately for Cowboys fans, Dak Prescott will not be participating in either of today's conference championship games, leading off at 3 p.m. Eastern with the AFC title game from Baltimore and the Ravens hosting the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Then at 6.30 Eastern, the NFC championship game, Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, the site, the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Detroit Lions. Multiple outlets report the Philadelphia Eagles are hiring former Chargers and Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore as their new offensive coordinator. While the NBA on Saturday night, the Los Angeles Lakers won at Golden State in double overtime, 145 to 144. LeBron James, the game-winning free throws with one second left in double overtime. LeBron with 36 points, a career-high 20 rebounds, and 12 assists. Not bad, old man. I don't feel like it. I go out there and try to compete and be young. A lot of the young guys on our team keep me young. Competing with guys like Kaminga, that keeps me young. Steph keeps me young, too. And, you know, we two are the older guys in the league, but it was fun today. Speaking of Steph, 46 points and nine three-pointers for Golden State. Finally in tennis in the Australian Open final today, Italy's Yannick Sinner rallied from a two-sets-to-none deficit to defeat Daniil Medvedev in five sets. Fellas, back to you. That was a tremendous game last night. Lakers-Warriors double overtime. That was off the charts. Hey, once a day, play BetMGM's free-to-play 8-Bit Barry for a chance to win daily prizes. Play as Hall of Famer Barry Sanders and choose to spin stiff arm or juke your way to the end zone to win prizes. Barry scores a touchdown. You score a reward. All right, let's do this. This is Same Game Parlays. All right, Crack, what have you cooked up for us today, man? All right, let's go. we're going with the, the first game on the schedule. We're going with this Kansas City-Baltimore game. I am going to take the Chiefs plus four and a half, under 44 and a half, and you could toggle this down or up. So Lamar Jackson rushing yards, I'm actually going to go over there, 49 and a half which is the lowest number on the app. That gets you back plus four to one, though. So wow. Chiefs plus four and a half, under 44 and a half. Lamar over 49 and a half rushing yards. 100 gets you back 500 minus the minus your punter you put up, which gives you plus four to one. There we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what you think, Jeff, about the under. Obviously, cracks on the under as well. Yeah. I think it's going to be more I of like, a grinder, right? I like the grinding type of yeah. game today. Yeah. I do. I, mean, I think the Chiefs sort of have to play that way. And the Chiefs... Pass defense is really good. We'll get into props in a little bit. I have, I have some a lot of props. I have a lot of feelings on this game, um, and um, I think that um, it's just gonna it's gonna have to to be that type of game, and it's a run the ball game for both teams. And I think that we're gonna end up with just not a lot of of points in this game. I haven't bet the under yet. Um, I'm 
Guys, the more tweets I see about this, man, I, I'm every sports book, every tweet from a sports book is like, we need the Chiefs today. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a tweet from Circa. Without like, a doubt. Need, oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, you're right. We, we, you're we right. talk about this all the time. Like, what, what's a crack? Uh, they protect the... Um, yeah, God, God protects, protects the, bookmakers. the bookmakers. Like, yep. oh, when yeah. I hear all of them on, on like, I hey, Oh, wow. It, it, we, it's a seven-figure decision for one of the biggest sports books in the world, I know. As of right now. They'll get some, because they just went to four and a half minus 15, so they're going to get some Kansas City money. But you're right. You are right. Everyone going to four and a half now. Just think about it. How much money? And everyone, by the way, I, I'm trying to find someone else that likes Kansas City. Everyone loves Baltimore. Squares, public, sharps alike. Everyone loves Baltimore. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting, right? Like, is it too much? I go back to, and it's not to say they can't win as favorites, but when Baltimore took on the Niners, remember in the regular season? And everybody was on the Niners. Right. And Lamar said, I like when no one's picking us. Yeah. I like when we're the underdogs. Well, and it's just it's easier to operate from that from that yeah. standpoint. I want yes. to see what they do when everybody seems to be on them and thinking I mean, they're going to come through. So much money is on this game. I know for a fact that the one sports book that I tweeted out last night, they took uh, almost 400000 off one person. Like I don't know how this guy bet an odd amount, but like three seventy-five on Baltimore last night, So, uh, which made it go to four and a half. So. Yeah, wow, craziness. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No Coming up next, prop it up. So many prop bets that we will have. So many options. We'll uh, throw some your way right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's teasers, live betting, the daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of the wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. All right, let's do this. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Okay, crack. It's Christmas in January for you, my friend. What do you think of prop betting wise? I kind of told you guys earlier in the show about uh, Debo and the overs that I liked. Over 47 and a half ish receiving yards. Uh, He's healthier than the the market is pricing him, which is normally in the mid to high 60s. So you're talking about 20 yards less. Uh, I like that over. I'm going to give you guys a a second one here. Kittle under four and a half. Uh, It's minus 115. Shop for a price. There's actually some more here. But um, I'm sorry. uh, BetMGM has a really good price. So I would would bet there. Um, It's inflated probably. Because of Debo, if that makes any sense. So these are kind of, um, you know, co- correlated, these two bets. If one wins, you may win them both. So uh, I kind of like that one, too. Kittle under four and a half. And uh, I-, I think, that's like again, that's probably priced because of the Debo thing. There we go. Okay. All right. <clears throat> where, where to begin, gentlemen? <laughs> um, I like Travis Kelsey under five and a half receptions. I talked about this uh, earlier in the show, guys. He only had five last week. 
Um, and it's plus 115 right now. So it's kind of like they're begging you to take this this under here. It, I don't know if you guys paid attention to this last week. Kelsey would have a, a catch and then go off the field immediately. Like he's not an every down player anymore. Yeah, I did see that. And yeah. you have you have Kyle Hamilton, all pro safety. Roquan Smith, all pro linebacker. Queen, good line. Like the Ravens are going to say, Travis Kelsey, you're not making plays today. And if the Chiefs try to force it, it's just not going to be this. Give me Travis Kelsey under five and a half receptions. Um, I like Zay Flowers under four and a half receptions for the Ravens today as well. The the Chiefs do one thing very well on defense. They take your number one wide receiver and say, you're not you're not catching the ball today. Look at the last four or five games. Uh, Diggs three. Hill had five. Jamar Chase had three. And Adams had one, I think. Their last four games. Snead takes the number one guy away. It's not, it's not going to happen. So, I, and, and then I like Lamar Jackson over 64 and a half rushing yards. I think that they're going to have to use Lamar in the run game in general today because of how much the Chiefs pressure. Plus, that leaves the opportunity. If they pressure from one side, Lamar runs out the pocket of the other side. So, give me Lamar over 60, um, 64 and a half. Um, Crack, earlier in the week, you said you had golf under, but that number is probably not good anymore, right? Uh, you know what? The public bets that on Sundays, though. They bet, they, the public loves to bet overs on everything. So. It's 256.5, so that's the, not the better number that you No, but still, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. No, I, I think even closer to game time, when the books start looking at their exposure, sometimes they even raise them, so yeah. mean, you know, to try to get some under money. I like a, uh, a kicker over here. Ooh. I'm going to look at Harrison Butker to uh, go over wow. one and a half oh. field goals. I like that. Interesting. You with me on that? Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. that I think the, it's just um, going to be a grinder of a game, yeah. right? Some of these drives are going to bog yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We never talk about that market, Brian. That's why. That's interesting. Yeah. They're not great in the uh, in the red zone either. Um, it's, a really good, it's a really good way to look at this game. Um, over one and a half. That's it. One and a half, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I could see a first quarter field goal, you know? We get a lot of those in the and they playoffs. Also, they also, you know, the way that guys can kick now, like with their, their like they can make a 55-yard field. I mean, it's just a oh, good, yeah. good way to be. I don't, yeah. think I, can, I don't think I can get those in the offshore. Ugh. Oh, man, I hope you can. <laughs> I, like, I kind of like that. I like, I, I like that. I like that wager, right? Just got to get two field goals. Maybe you get lucky and they have the ball before halftime, you know, something like that. Maybe luck goes your way in terms of, Right, like right before halftime, something like that. But I still, I don't see the Ravens running away with this one. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game late. Do you see that, Jeff? Do you think it's going to be a close one today? I think if it's a close game, the Chiefs win. Um, I can see, look, man, I, I, look again. I, I can see this game being like, you know, 27 14 Baltimore. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think the Chiefs, even Jeff. Even Jeff well, on Baltimore yeah, covering so easy. Oh, I'm not. Over. Oh, I didn't. But I didn't want to draw Baltimore. No, I know. But I'm, I'm just saying the, it's the just way that Baltimore plays that. defense. Yeah. Can yeah. we switch it, Jeff, to uh, 27-13? So Butker gets the two field sure. goals. Sure, 27-13. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Wow, wow. And the market's yeah. showing it too, guys. I'm not just saying that because I, I see. I'm looking at my my live odds screen from all over the world. There's a couple four and a half minus 15s out there now. Big sports books begging for giant bets on Kansas City. Uh, I, I see it now. So, yeah, there we go. It, I'm also going to throw in Zay Flowers. It's basically what you're talking about, Jeff. I'm looking under 44 and a half receiving yeah. yards 
because that's just that's what the Chiefs do. You watched the game last week. Josh Allen, he threw a deep like one time, and Diggs should have caught it. But everything was just short, quick. Nothing's available. So I, I don't see Zay Flowers having a big game today. Sneed is that good. I, I think the Ravens stick with the run more than the pass in this I think, one. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. All right, should be fun. We got a lot more to do. We get to the AFC matchup right around the corner and how this team has to channel their inner Goldilocks. We will explain next. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy Championship Sunday to you as we get set for both games. We've got the Chiefs. We've got the Ravens. We're looking for Chiefs money. We're looking. We're searching. We're looking under rocks. Can we find Chiefs money on this one, Craig? It's so true. They're begging for it out here. Wow. I keep seeing people tweet out their picks, you know, and every one of them is Ravens money line, Lions in the points. Not not just the I'm person not laughing. That, I'm just not saying. just the person that we joke about. I just saw someone right. else tweet out like someone who works for one of the the, the uh, competitor. You know, like Lions alternate spread Ravens money line on two of the parlays they put out. Oh and no, I didn't see that, Jeff. And oh. they're all they're all Lamar oh. Jackson over rushing too. Oh. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. I I, 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 I mean, oh. here's the thing about it though. Like I do oh. my my research on what I like, and I, I can't. I, when someone I'm supposed to fade has the same wager, I feel like I, I don't know. I can't. Well, that that last week when that person went one and two, yeah. we were on the one. So yeah, yeah you're right, okay. you're yeah. right. So when you do your own thing, but so, this is very disappointing. What we're talking about, guys, the person yeah. we fade, the Jonah, the Jinx, yeah. Death, uh, but, just but the just alternate rushing Lamar total over, but oh. the alternate rushing total for Lamar just sets oh, it apart. Um, so nonetheless, <laughs> I I am I've I have obviously three hours to kick off. I I might have to take the Chiefs. I, I haven't done it yet, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up to ten wagers for today. So that's I don't know, that's kind of a lot for two games in my opinion. Nine wagers for today. Um I don't know. I'm about to do it, guys, because no one's on the Chiefs today. It's the they've been this is their sixth straight season, the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Six now that season. fives are popping up on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh jeez. Uh, look, yeah. here's the wow. deal, guys. I, I did the start of the show. Wow. Chiefs fan here was in Buffalo last week uh, to watch the funeral of the Bills. Oh, man, I tell you what, I felt bad walking out of that stadium. Those Bills fans are broken, like just completely, <laughs> utterly destroyed. So much, um, man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, I I was a man of the people, not like Kelsey up in that booth taking a shirt off. You know, I was a man. I was sitting in the Bills on the Bills sideline in the Bills fan section, and when they attempted the fake punt. Uh, the the puckering of the fan base started fast. It was uh, it was puckered up real tight, and you could feel the energy of like, here we go again. Then Hardman fumbles, and no team in the NFL is better at we're very good till we have our eighth wide receiver run a handoff, you know, fumble. Mm. Like it's no one like Lone Chiefs, but the puckering man started after, that, and you could feel that energy in the stadium change. Ravens won't have that today. They don't make those mistakes. John Harbaugh doesn't do that. So. The Ravens are just good, man. When you look at Super Bowl champions, typically have two things, right? Elite quarterback play and physical on both sides of the ball. You, you can't teach physicality. It's something you have or you don't. And the Ravens have it, and, and they have, they're they they're just a good football team. Um, they don't have many weaknesses. Yeah, their defense is good. They're not the 85 Bears, you know, but they're, they're a good defense. 
Um, they, they have a lot of points in some, in some games. But again, you know, like the Rams. The Rams scored a bunch of points. They have Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. Chiefs have neither of those guys. It, it, it feels like if you take away Travis Kelsey, you take away Rishi Rice, who is next? Who who do you trusting for the Chiefs? Is MVS and catch a ball like he did last week? Is it McCole Hardman? Is it Justin Watson? Is it Noah Gray? I think for wagering purposes, you can, I think, get away with taking like a Justin Watson, I mean, 16 and a half over 16 and a half or a Noah Gray over 10 and a half receiving yards. Is someone else going to have to do it? Or they're just not going to, they're not going to move the ball. It's like that simple, right? Um, so that's why I have concern about Kansas City is, is, the Ravens defense can take away everything that they can do. And then what what do they do? What do the Chiefs do in that situation? Well, yeah, if that's the case, then it's not going to be looking good. Um, I, I just keep going back to first things first is if you look at Mahomes, and you said it at the beginning, Jeff, is this is their sixth straight AFC championship game. And you look at what Mahomes has done throughout his postseason career. So he's had 16 games. That's almost a full NFL season, right? Wow. He's 13-3. and three. Listen to these numbers. Like, for a regular season, these would be great numbers. 13-3 and three record, over 4,500 yards passing, 38 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and his passer rating is 106.7. Those are all playoff numbers yeah. for Mahomes. And look, I know he's going up against a great defense, Look at the Ravens. They are the first team in NFL history to lead the league in points allowed, sacks, and takeaways. They lead in all three categories. If you are sacking the opposing quarterback, if you're taking the football away and you're limiting points better than anybody else in the entire league, you've got a lot of advantages right there. And so the Ravens are going to be really tough to beat, and they've hammered a lot of the good teams throughout the season this year. I know it's not going to be easy, but we also we can't build the Ravens up to being this like this Mount Everest that no yeah. chance you can summit that thing. It, it's just not where they are. The Chiefs have a legitimate defense. The rush defense worries me, but the the overall defense is good. And you've got Andy Reid and you've got Mahomes. You're way more than just a a puncher's chance type team in a matchup like this. And oh by the way. As electric as Lamar was this past season, he's going to win his second MVP. His playoff numbers are quite the opposite as Patrick Mahomes. So I think sometimes we go off of, hey, great regular season. How many times have we seen teams with great regular seasons falter in the postseason? It happens a lot. And then you go back to Houston last week. That game's tied at halftime. I know the Ravens went crazy in the second half, and that's where all the focus is. But the Chiefs are a better team. And if the Texans, if they kick that field goal, they got a lead at halftime. Yeah. I mean, what do you think the Ravens do? How do they react with all the chips at the middle of the table? They're expected to win, and they're down against a team as experienced as the Chiefs, led by Mahomes. Like, that's not going to be easy at all. So I think we're just looking at, like, how are the Chiefs going to – if football is a weird way of things shifting in the middle of a game. And if it shifts toward the Chiefs, I really want to see how the Ravens react. Yeah. Well, I, I thought they reacted incredibly well on, on last week, right? I mean, they're losing Absolutely, to yes. the Texans, not losing. It's, it's tied at halftime. And, you know, they, they sort of had a, a bunch of pressure on, on them to get, you know, to get this done. And they played really well in the second half. So 
Uh, but obviously, you're playing the Chiefs today that that are not going to be at all sort of, um, you know, worried about being behind at any point. They've been in a lot of these games many, many times. Um, and there's not going to be concern at any point in this game. They can't win the game. Having Patrick Mahomes on your team allows you to to always feel confident you're going to win a game. That, it's a, look, there's obviously the play of a quarterback, but I played, luckily, with Eli Manning. I felt this way with him and with Alex Smith, or I played with a little bit of Kansas City. Um, with Eli Manning, though, the confidence you have as a team that no matter what situation you're in, your quarterback will win it for you is a big, big deal, right? Yeah. Because think about it. Like, if you're on defense, right, you want to play fast. You want to play without fear of getting beat, per se, without fear of, of bad things happening. And it's a tough position to play, right? Because if you get beat like a cornerback, you got to forget about it. But also the knowing that, like, oh, I just got beat. Oh, that stinks. You know, like, I... I but then my quarterback goes out and scores seven points. Like the confidence of that, of like yeah. bringing you back, right? You have that in Kansas City. You have that, I think, in Baltimore. Goff and Purdy, I don't know, maybe. But the, the confidence of, of a Chiefs player that at any point you know, okay, keep the game close. Like I can say, the Chiefs are down three in the fourth quarter. They're in a great position. Like, yeah. like that's where they want to be. The Ravens are going to get a little. They're going to pucker. The stadium's going to get a little bit of that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And that's what. If they're within three, I feel good about Kansas City. Obviously, if they're if they're within, t- you know, if it's a ten point spread in the fourth quarter, probably not. But that, that's what I'm watching for. How close can the, you know the Chiefs keep this game until it's winning time? You know, I'm sorry, guys. I'm still betting stuff. You know, this situations uh, that that I, I talked about it uh, the first thing this morning when we came on air, uh, betting the third quarter of the the um, San Fran Detroit game, and uh, I, I just someone alerted me to the third quarter line was still available minus two and a half. Oh, by the way, I said money line minus a quarter. I was wrong. I meant minus two and a half minus a quarter this morning. Someone said it's still available. I just think that, you know, the Lions should have the ball first. So they've taken the ball last four times. They've won the toss. So Mm. um, they should have the ball first. And I like that's why I'm kind of correlated. Detroit first quarter and then San Fran third quarter. Um, and I'm sorry, that's yeah. all I talk about is betting. I no, 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 it's fine, Craig, but you bring up an interesting point because think about all four of these teams. How do you feel about them if you're trailing, right? Yes. Like, think about the Lions trailing. Think about the Niners with Purdy trailing. They had the nice comeback win last week. Like Shanahan now is 1-30, when they're trailing by at least five points heading into the fourth quarter, right? So I I don't feel great about that position. I don't feel great about Lamar, even though he's going to be a two-time MVP. Don't feel great. Uh, Not to say he can't do it, but I feel the best with Mahomes for obvious reasons. We've seen him do it and come through in those situations where if you're down late, you've got a, a legitimate shot. You look at Mahomes, he's got 13 playoff wins already. That's more than 12 NFL franchises. In their history, right? Like uh, teams like the Saints and the Bengals, Mahomes already has more wins than twelve franchises. Jesus. So that that's look, man. I think what Jeff is talking about, even if you're down by ten, that's the Ravens. As great as they've been this season, their defense, Lamar, you can go on and on. 
They have got to step on the throat of the Chiefs to win the game today. And that is not an easy thing to do. I, I did mention heading into this, uh, a team's going to have to channel their inner Goldilocks. I think that's going to be the Chiefs' rush defense, particularly when it comes to Lamar, where you think about lanes. If you're rushing too shallow, Lamar's going to escape around the corner. If you like over-pursue him, he's going to step up and kill you. you got to be really, really disciplined. It's like a special teams type thing. Jeff, you could speak to that uh, better than anybody here, where if you don't keep your lanes, it, it could be Lamar's out the gate, and doing heavy damage, that, that's going to be a big deal for the Chiefs today. Uh, it, it, it is. Um, the Chiefs have have given up, um, you know, a, a good amount of yards to, um, you know, to uh, run, sort of mobile quarterbacks yeah. over the years in the playoffs, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Joe Burrow. I, I think Lamar... Is going to have a lot of yards. I also think because of the Chiefs' pressure packages, running the ball into a pressure package, it can you can bust a big one if you if you block it right. Right, there's not enough guys sort of in the area, and so I think they're going to have to run the ball as part of their game plan today as well. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Okay, uh, we got a lot to do over here. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian. No, coming up next. A lot of playoff games are lost, not just one. If you think about a team, maybe a player or two, that could be a candidate to boot the game in a bad way, uh, who would you choose? We'll discuss right around the corner. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. All right, fellas, so not all playoff games are won. There are plenty of playoff games that are lost. Uh, you think back to last week, right? There's some huge miscues. Jeff, you were there at the Bills game, and Tyler Bass missed a game-tying field goal. Wide right. You know Who knows what happens if he makes that kick? 
If you go back to the Packers against the Niners, Anders Carlson missed a huge kick that would have given the Packers a seven-point lead. Jordan Love, the awful interception at the end. Think about how those mistakes, like, intensified, if you will. If Carlson makes the kick, you're probably tied in the final minute. I I doubt Jordan Love makes that decision to throw that interception if the game is tied. You know what I mean? So sometimes the mistakes can snowball. But if you apply that to the games today and you ask yourself, either it's a player, maybe it's a team, who do you think is most likely to beat themselves? It's not always the opponent that beats you. Sometimes it's you beating you. Is there anyone on your list? There are plenty of candidates Right? We got four teams. We have all these players. Can you think of someone that you say, I could see it being this guy? I mean, the quarterback in, both, in, the, in the second game, right? Feels like both those guys, like Goff or probably Goff. I mean, he's played well. Mahomes, even if Mahomes like or Lamar, I think, quote, unquote, throw the big interception, I don't know if they're going to get blamed the way Goff or, or Purdy would get blamed for that, you know? Mahomes wouldn't. Lamar could, because w- w- he doesn't have the ring yet. Well, I think it also you know? depends. I think it also depends on on um, Lamar's game up until that point. If Lamar had played well, and this was sort of like just a trying to make a play at the end of a game, sure. But Goff and Purdy, I think it's going to be on them. And you're, I'm glad you made this point, Brian. It's really important to note this, guys. A lot of times games are are not forcefully won by a team. They're forcefully lost by a, a different team. You know, like, yeah. it, you know, the, the Bills made so many mistakes against Kansas City, right? The, the fake punt, for example, you know, the missed kick, the, the, the digs drop, which the digs drop happened on the final drive. But just so many little mistakes here and there that even the, you know, the pass interference ended up, not affecting the game, but that was a dumb play by the linebacker to, to hip check Rice like that. Like you can't make contact past five yards. You know, like what what are we doing? And mistakes. The teams that are playing now make less mistakes than the other teams do. Right? It's why they're here. So just remember that, guys. A lot of games are, are not always won. They're lost by a certain team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it, it's a great subject. I mean. Uh, it really is. Games are lost, not just one. When I seen that in the uh, subject matter we're going to talk about today, uh, you know, I think it's the same thing. Lamar, Jack. I, well, I mean, I should say that. I, I, not, not the same thing. Purdy definitely is, is at the top of the list, but it just matters who plays that mistake-free football. And, uh, you know, I hate hearing that the bookmakers are rooting for San Fran, which kind of shocks me. Imagine a seven-point favorite. The bookmakers are on that side. Now, it may just be because of that Michigan market, and I'm finding out more and more throughout our show today. I got some texts from some people. There's a lot of betters, and there's a lot of fan favorites. Of The Lions are a big blue-collar team over there. People are just going to put their money up no matter what. So, um but going back to the question, even Lamar, you know, he's had his fair share uh, of mistakes in playoff games. And uh, like we said, Purdy's made a 
uh, quite a few. Even last week was really the telltale for me. Uh, it's it just which guy can't, you know, this doesn't turn the ball over. But I'll tell you something, too. Just think about this. Six weeks ago, Purdy was the odds-on favorite, like 250 <laughs> to win the MVP. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. uh, what, what, you know, what are the uh, few weeks we'll do in the NFL, so... I imagine if him or Dak won the MVP and then play like they have in the playoffs. Oh God! Oh God! If Purdy again, the Purdy thing, man. Yeah, it's okay to say a couple of things about him. One is that he is good in Kyle Shanahan's system. There's no doubt about it. Sure. Two is that he played well this season. Yeah. But every quarterback sort of judged on a curve, and we do. Brock Purdy's greater. If you were to do a draft right now. Of quarterbacks in national football. This doesn't mean that, you know, that Purdy stinks or we put too much value into Justin Herbert's traits or whatever, but Purdy would go like 17th. Like, he he just wouldn't be a high draft pick. Right, right. And, I mean, you you would have a lot of play. Would you take Tua or Purdy right now? Tua. Tua, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Same. Yeah. So, you know, would you take Cousins or Purdy? Cousins. Cousins, you know, yeah. So, like, he's at 15 to 18 probably in this sort of fake mock draft. Right. And that's why I mentioned earlier, you asked the question, Brian, about, like, the narratives of a Super Bowl win for someone or the other. That's why I think that Purdy, if Purdy wins, right. we're just going to have to hear about just <laughs> oh god bad faith yeah. quarterback building arguments. It's like, uh, oh, the yeah. Bears should uh, stick with Justin Fields because right. I'm like, oh, oh. I know it. it. It's just, I know. It, it, I'm not rooting against Brock Purdy, but it would just be not good for our business to have to hear, like, Yahoo's talking about how the new way is just draft a seventh-round quarterback and win a championship. Right. Well, and it works the other way, too. You could put it. You're saying the same thing, Jeff. It's just another way to do it where how many quarterbacks could you put in that offense that would be producing what Brock Purdy is producing? You could put a lot of guys there. Like you think Trevor Lawrence with the Niners supporting cast wouldn't work? Of course it would work. It would work great. Like, so that's the thing. I think a lot of the Purdy army. They think we're just inventing ways to take credit away from the guy. And it's not. It's an extraordinary story. The guy was Mr. Irrelevant. He put up numbers to put him in the MVP conversation. He's a finalist. Yeah. It's a sensational story. Oh, yeah. But to make it sound like, I don't know, it's, it's all him or it's not the supporting cast, it's not the system. Yeah, it is. Like, they complement each other. Um, I want to go back to the... The conversation real fast about teams losing games, not just winning it. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because it's the way we think about games heading into them, right? If you give you an example, Chiefs taking on the Ravens. We look more times than not at the Ravens advantages. What do they have at play that the Chiefs don't, right? And we think about how the game might play out. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think as much about who's likely to mess it up because... It's harder to predict, but a lot of games play out that way. And it's funny because if you were to say what happens before the game, sometimes it would sound like the dumbest thing ever. Well, I'll give you an example. Think of the national championship game in college football, Washington and Michigan. If I said before that game, yeah, I kind of think Washington's offense is just going to screw up multiple times you'd be like what do you mean of course i don't know it's gonna be like fourth down in the first <laughs> half and a dunze is gonna be wide open and they're just gonna kind of screw it up you'd be like 
okay, what else you got? In the second half, fourth quarter, Washington's down by seven points. Big third down and short. Penix Jr. is just going to float it out to his running back. Running back's going to drop it. It's going to be a huge play. Yeah. You'd be like, that sounds like the dumbest thing ever. That's what happened. Yep. So it's a tough exercise to ask yourself, yeah. who might screw it up? But we see that all the time in football games. Any given Sunday. Yeah. Sure. I mean, Anything. Yeah. Chiefs wide receivers can certainly screw up the game today. Oh, God. Totally. They have this year. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, it's funny, guys. Just to go, I can go off subject anywhere. I swear. Touch a Bible. I'm getting text messages. People come out of the woodwork. I, my dentist, who, you know, people, trust me, people like you guys probably have this. They know what you do for a living. So, playoff time, especially deep in the playoffs, especially Super Bowl, you'll get. Almost any one of my 1,500 numbers on my phone can text me. Uh, housewives, uh, you know, literally uh, my, my dentist, doctor. I have so many professionals, six-figure and seven-figure professionals asking me, oh, who's going to win this game? Like, they think it's so easy. <laughs> A game that's that has so many eyeballs on it, that's such an efficient market. But, I mean, I love them to death. But I also can have, if I was the chairperson, I also can chair my my own Gamblers Anonymous meeting um, and, 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 you know, talk to all these guys and try to, you know, uh, help them in, 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 with, with many things. And they're great people, but they were like, who's going to win the game? Like, they don't, they don't even realize that it's only a 2-3% edge I have at, on, on volume across the year. Now, granted, there's been seasons where I've gotten closer to 60% in college basketball or secondary markets, but this is NFL sides. A half hour before the games normally during the season. And you know what? I told someone this week to give you guys both some some uh, some props here. I said, you know, I had a, a challenge, and the person knew about it, but he didn't know that you guys were doing that good. And I was like, are you kidding me? These guys, 10 minutes before the games, were giving out picks and both held their own. You know, Schwartz was even getting thrown out of sports books now like Tom Brady. <laughs> so, um, there you go. yeah, speaking of which, that commercial – Tom Brady getting thrown out of BetMGM. <laughs> and uh, is it Vince Vaughn? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Vince, Vin- yes. Vince Vaughn. And then, so who came out on the end? Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky. I yeah, mean, Gretzky it, is there. it's pretty funny. I, I just thought it was funny when, when they It's really came well in. done. The it's ben well MGM done. The Super Bowl ad. It's funny. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, it really is well done. It was funny. It brings a smile to your face. So Yeah, um, you'll get to see that in a couple of Sundays. Unless you want to go online and uh, you can see it beforehand. You could do sure. that with all the commercials if you want. But they did a good job. We're they not did. just saying that. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. sit here and be like, oh, it's amazing if I thought it sucked. <laughs> but they did it. it's a really funny concept. All right, um, we got to get to the pressure of the moment right around the corner. But someone who stares pressure in the face and says, bring it on. That is Isaac Lowenkron. Every single time he graces us on the microphone. I low with the latest. Especially on Conference Championship Sunday. And oh, hang on, guys. I got a text. Stand by. <laughs> Isaac, this is Bill's dentist. Please have him call me. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. He's looking for us. Man. The funny thing, too, though, is whatever Crack says, the dentist is going to roll with. 
You know? No, he will. But he, yeah, well, yeah. He, he just texts me out of nowhere, and it's like only once a year. This is the type. This is the time of the year. So that's awesome. I mean, Funny it's stuff. only fair that like he returns the favor. I mean, if you have a pressing dental-related oh, question God. about your upper bicuspid region, right? yeah, he should respond in kind, right? Yes, and I hope that if I give him a loser here, I don't go in and need three dental work crowns and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's what you need. I have to recover my money that you cost me. So, yeah. Apparently, Great. that's not covered under uh, under right. insurance. We are just two and a half hours away from kickoff of the AFC Championship game from Baltimore with the Ravens hosting the Chiefs. That'll be followed at 6.30 Eastern by the 49ers hosting the Lions in the NFC Championship game. Elsewhere, multiple outlets reporting the Philadelphia Eagles hiring former Chargers and Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore as their new offensive coordinator. NBA Saturday night, what a game between the Lakers and Warriors. Lakers prevailed at Golden State in double overtime 145 to 144. LeBron James, the game winning free throws with one second left in double OT. LeBron, 36 points, a career high 20 rebounds and 12 assists. Not bad for an old guy. I don't feel like it. I go out there and try to compete and be young. A lot of the young guys on our team keep me young. Competing with guys like Kaminga, that keeps me young. Steph keeps me young too. And you know, we two are the older guys in the league, but it was fun today. Speaking of Steph Curry, he scored 46 points and made nine three-pointers. Finally, in tennis in the Australian Open final today, Italy's Yannick Sinner rallied from a two-sets-to-none deficit to defeat Daniil Medvedev in five sets. All yours, fellas. Thank you, Ilo. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow, rate, and review it. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Okay, pressure, right? Think about this. Championship Sunday, birth to the Super Bowl on the line, a lot of pressure. And sometimes that can lead to screwing it up, right? Like, So let me ask you this. Both one seeds, okay? Which team is under more pressure today in your mind? Is it the Ravens or is it the Niners? I think of it like this. I think the Ravens are facing the better opponent. Mahomes is more playoff proven. He's got two rings already. We know his accolades, right? Facing Andy Reid. I think the Ravens are facing the better opponent. The Niners, they've reached the NFC Championship game for the fourth time in five years. So far, they don't have a ring to show for it. That's real pressure when you get to the same spot and then it doesn't go your way. So which team do you think is under more pressure in this one, the Ravens or the Niners? I'll tell you a a team and a a guy, um, Niners and Kyle Shanahan, because Kyle Shanahan is an oddly conservative coach for his offense being as as creative as it is. Kyle Shanahan settles for field goals. The end of that first half last week was such a, like what an atrocious game management. He punts when he should go for it. He obviously is not great when he's down. We saw that stat entering the fourth quarter. He was 0-38, trailing by seven points or more. Now they hit the field goal the first part of the fourth quarter, make it four points, so whatever the stat did not hold up, but still. And guys, I mean, Dan Campbell 
is going to be aggressive today. I would not be surprised if you saw a fake punt, a fake field goal, yeah. trick plays, goal for it on fourth down. If Shanahan loses this game today because he is conservative and Dan Campbell is not, Oof. that's going to be a huge hit to the Niners and it's to Kyle Shanahan. Point. It is, yeah. If the Ravens lose to the Chiefs, you lost to the best team of you know of the of the last you know six years. Obviously, this this uh, this uh, this decade, like it. Okay, there's some there's no there's no shame in that, but the Niners losing a seven seven and a half point dogs to Lions who are a dome team outside, mm-hmm. man. And Sh- I think Shanahan, to be honest with you, is under the most pressure of anyone this weekend. You guys really made good points. I-, I was actually going to go the other way, but both of you guys made really good points. I-, I was thinking maybe Baltimore, because the 49ers seem to be in this situation every other year, and Baltimore maybe once in a decade. <laughs> so it seems like the season and the pressure is, is on this game. But uh, now that you guys say that, this is a fantastic question. Whoever came up with it in the uh, in the script here, uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you another thing, guys. Have I don't remember being this excited for two yeah. conference championship games in a long, long time. I am really excited for these two games today. Even though there's big spreads now, uh, let's call it what it is, four and a half, five. That's a pretty big spread in a, in, you know, a conference championship when the game should be, you think would be tighter. I can't believe how excited I am for games that are five and four and a half, five and seven, seven and a half. I am really excited for these two games today. Um, you guys are going to be uh, equally excited or oh, is it just, another, just another given Sunday for you guys? Uh, no, no, this is special, man. Yeah, Championship right? Sunday in these matchups. This is top shelf type stuff. And I think I love your point about Dan Campbell, Jeff, because think about it. If you're sitting at a poker table, okay, Dan Campbell as a poker opponent, is tough to deal with. Because you're sitting there and he's dictating action. He, you can't bluff this guy off a hand. He's freaking crazy. He's just going for it from his own seven. Ah, we got an offensive penalty. Let's go for two anyway. That puts a lot of pressure on you. And if you're the Niners and you haven't come through in spots similar to this, that is an interesting dynamic. Yeah. And so, listen... If you're crazy gambling while down 10, well, that doesn't have the same punch. Right. But if the Lions get off to a good start and they're aggressive on top of that, that's going to be tough to deal with. It is. Um, do you guys like that aggressive? Jeff, do you like that, especially being a player, do yeah, you like that it. aggressive approach by Campbell the way he is? Uh, doing, you know, with the going for it on, the, uh, on his own 40-yard line or something? Yes. I, mean, do you, I yeah. love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The two point conversion thing, you know, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was probably a little. Again, I, I mentioned that at the time it happened. I mean, that was, I think, more of In the Dan moment. Campbell just being angry and, yeah. and going for it anyways. <laughs> but you know, wouldn't you rather go down, you know, swinging right, yeah, and, and go down, you know, trying to to win the game, um, go down. I just, you know, I, I, I think I it's like, like cards, Jeff. I think it's like what do they say in poker all the time? Well-timed aggression. Yeah. Like you can't be aggressive all the time. I think yeah. going for it from the seven was overly aggressive. But I, I get your point. I would rather go down swinging than being yeah. passive to a fault, for sure. But here, but here's – also I think it's worth explaining what – so when you are, are planning your week, your game plan, and you go with the mindset of being aggressive, that changes the way you call plays on – 
on first, second, and third down, right? I've actually asked a coach about this, a college coach. I said, like, what do you, what do you say to your offensive coordinator? Um, is it on third down? He goes, no, no, no. On first down, I tell him, like, we're going from the 45. If you get to the 45, we're going for it. Yeah. And so you change your play call on first, second, third down, knowing you have a fourth down. Yeah. You know, like, you might be third and four, and you might try to run the ball to steal a couple yards. Yeah. And I, I love third and medium runs. They work really well a lot of times because teams are expecting you to pass the football. Instead of going for a pass on third and four, third and third and six, third and seven, you run the ball for first down, maybe. That you know, you guys think that's something little. That extra first down, getting a field goal range now. The defense is like, ah, dang, we got we got run on, on third down. Like it it matters. And so being able to to game plan knowing you're going to be aggressive. Look, Andy Reid, I love Andy Reid, my favorite coach. I play with him, I, and he's the best. But he became a better coach when he started being aggressive was he had Mahomes. He just did. He won Super Bowls. He's winning Super Bowls because of that. And that's just that just shows you, I think, how you plan all week for that. Right. And the Lions plan all week for that. And that attitude permeates through the entire team, and I love it. Absolutely. He's Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, our picks. We got a bushel for you, huh? <laughs> Jeff and I with a miniature crack challenge, right? Three picks, and then we'll all share picks after that. Picks, 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 picks. We're right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Props to the crew. Bo Benson, our trusted producer. Chris Perfett, technical producer. Lions fan, Lions podcaster. Huh? On the edge of his seat today for his loins. Isaac Lowenkron. Crushing the updates, crushing life. Tremendous job by all. Top of the hour. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger. They got you covered from all angles. When it comes to Championship Sunday. All right, we've got a, a bushel of picks to make. Let's do it. Five games against the spread. We call it the Crack Challenge. Okay, it's a bit abbreviated. We go three picks in any direction that you would like, Jeff, here in the postseason. What are you on here today? All right. Um, Dean Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, – give me Brandon Ayuk over 70 – what was it at now? It changed. I have a different number. Let me find this right here. 75 and a 75 half? 75 I think it is. That number is is, um, is moving because of um, – uh, excuse me, currently 77 and a half right now. Okay. And um, – Wow. Let me get – I'm going to have one more here. You know what, guys? Give me the Chiefs plus five. We're going to do it. Woo! We're going to wow. do it. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it. I can't believe it. You've been talking Baltimore. I thought the whole game. The no. Whole day. I mean, <laughs> no. it's five. It's Mahomes. Yeah, like, yeah. Me, and everyone, the bookmakers need the Chiefs. I'll yeah. give me the Chiefs. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. Like that. Uh, I'm on Butker. You know me, Harrison Butker. I think he uh, has at least two field goals today. So I'll take that one. I'm going to take... Brandon Ayuk, if you're on the yards, I'm on that also. I'll take the receptions. I think he gets the five receptions today. That's just a mismatch. Brandon Ayuk against Cam Sutton. That's advantage Niners all day. 
And you know what? I think it's just going to be a grinder of a game between the Chiefs and Ravens. I'll go with under 44. Um, I'll play that one as well. All right, we've got even more picks. Let's do this. Rapid fire. All right, Crack, we'll start with you. What do you like? I am going to go with the bookmakers and Mr. Schwartz. Give me Kansas City plus the points. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go. go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jeff, you? Um, I mentioned uh, Kelsey under five and a half. I kind of like the Lions over 20, 21 points today yeah. as well. As I, I haven't talked about much about that one as well. I have a lot, man. Flowers under four and a half. Jackson over rushing. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're dabbling here. And I took, I can't find the kicking one, man. I want that. I like the Butker oh, one a lot. Man, I can't yeah. find it because of where I live right now. That's stupid North Carolina, you know, yeah. always ruining the fun. Uh, give me for fun. And I believe it. Give me a Purdy interception. Give me a Purdy pick. Uh, he was begging for one last week. A little pressure gets to him. You know, like literally. Aiden Hutchinson. We'll go with the Purdy pick. All right, let's do this. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to me. Okay, Crack, what do you have, man? I'm going to give you guys two, which I normally don't do. Let's go Detroit to score first in the first quarter, plus 115. And San Fran, third quarter, minus two and a half, minus a quarter. I like it. Oh, so generous. Beautiful thing. Everybody enjoy Championship Sunday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.